0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Specializing in Ford, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams.
1: CorinthAutogroup.com and FordOfCorinth.com, where cars and happy drivers meet. Visit us now in person or online with the experience you deserve.
2: Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Who
3: are you? Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert.
4: Good morning and welcome everyone to the J.T. Show Super Talk Mississippi. It is a Tuesday, Gerard and Rhino in the studio, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. So yesterday we reported a story just when it was breaking and really not confirmed about the apparent murder, homicide, of former state representative Ashley Henley. And today, regrettably, we can confirm that it is, uh, of course, crossing the wire and all over the state news sources, but Rhino, you shared with me before we came on the air, even made the news across the pond in the Daily Mail, right? story about it. We don't know much. I mean, what... Details we have. It's also on the Super Talk news site as well. She apparently was mowing the grass, attending to the the uh area around I think a trailer, if I'm not mistaken. If if I get this right Rhino, that was occupied by her sister in law, who was killed about a year ago, a little less, maybe. And evidently had her earbuds on while she was operating the lawn equipment, and somebody just stepped up and shot her in the back of the head. That's all we know. Do you know anything else at this point, Rhino? That's pretty much all I've heard. So our thoughts and prayers go out to her family. Saw, I believe, a post on Facebook from her husband, if I'm not mistaken. And, of course, she represented... Folks in DeSoto County from 15 to 19 was not successful in her bid for re-election. Was a reliable vote from a conservative perspective in the House of Representatives. It's a very sad deal. Something's going on, it seems. And we, uh, we're we deeply saddened by this news. And we we hope for swift and proper justice at this point. Just wanted to follow up on that. Also, our good friend Jeff Smith up in Columbus, former member of the House of Representatives, reports that the Army National Guard, they are still in California, I believe, doing uh, live fire drills. They will be at it for another 48 hours, Godspeed, and thanks to those members of the Mississippi National Guard for their service, and uh, and really their sacrifice in this case, so we appreciate that. Um, lots of other stuff going on, man. Uh, of course, the Mississippi State Bulldogs victorious last night, earned a bid to the College World Series. Congrats to them. The field now set, field of eight. See if I can remember them off the top of my head here. Stanford, Mississippi State, Virginia, uh, Texas, Vanderbilt, North Carolina State. Who am I missing there? I get them all?
2: NC State, Arizona, Arizona. Stanford, (laughs) Vanderbilt, (laughs) Texas,
4: Tennessee, Virginia, and Mississippi State. I knew there was another SEC school, Tennessee, uh, so I missed a couple there. Well, anyhow, it should be an interesting field, and I think it's fair to say some teams that aren't regulars. Tennessee, for sure, not a regular. Some of the others have been more frequently. Texas, I think, has the record. I looked that up yesterday, 37 appearances. Yeah, Texas
2: and Stanford are pretty much perennials.
4: They've been there a lot. Uh, USC, however, owns the record for the most championships. You've S Didn't they have like four or five in a row in the
2: late 60s or early 70s? Early
4: 70s. 70, 70, I think it's 70, 71, 72, 73, 74, maybe 75. They dominated. Of course, college baseball, certainly not the, the game in terms of popularity and strength in the NCAA level that it is today. And it's good to see in my view, and it's uh, especially strong here in the great state of Mississippi. I mean, it's as good a baseball as you want to see anywhere in the nation, right here. Produce incredible talent, have great programs, we are blessed indeed, and fantastic facilities. So, congrats to the Bulldogs, they'll be headed that way. Look, they pulled it off. You know, we had Brian Haydad on yesterday, he was iffy about uh, state being able to pull it off. But they did. Um, it uh, became a bit of a slugfest. Final score, what, 11-7 or 10-7? 11-7, yeah. Uh, State was up, what, 10-2, I think, for a while. Yeah, and, big second inning. Yeah, big second inning. Six runs, I think, maybe. And so they uh, they did quite well. They got it done. They'll be headed that way. You know, my alma mater, Ole Miss, man, they just ran into a buzzsaw out there in Arizona. Those guys could rake. They can have flat-out hit, and they know how to hit, and that that very large park, uh, they their home field out there in Tucson. So the field is set, ought to be a lot of fun, always is. Glad to see Texas return. They're always a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Augie Garrido, longtime legendary college baseball coach, passed away a couple of years ago, coached the Longhorns in two, three national championships, at least two, I think, but... Uh, what a storied career he has, and if you ever get a chance, folks, you should watch the documentary, Inning by Inning, that really chronicles and features and is a story about Augie Garrito, <laughs> and when I was coaching baseball, youth baseball, I I would make it um, required viewing for my parents, because it really, really does put stuff in perspective, and Augie shows a side in in private with his team where he's he's just a great actor, like all good baseball coaches are, and he just goes crazy after a game they lose. There's a scene in there in the locker room, <laughs> and just a tirade, and it always kind of circles around where he says it's all my fault. I have failed you. I mean, it's, so you <laughs> you try to make these young impressionable college athletes feel like they let the old man down, and he was just a master of that, and that's how he got him to play. But nonetheless, college baseball, that time of year, College World Series, headed to Omaha. Um, The president of the United States will be meeting with Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia. And is he up for it? So uh, there's an in, uh, excuse me an ABC poll that indicated, I believe, 52% of Americans believe that Joe Biden will effectively negotiate on behalf of America with uh, with his counterparts, his foreign counterparts. He's got Putin, who is, uh, shall we say, fairly adept. <laughs> playing cards and negotiating, it was always kind of interesting, the, uh, the ping-pong, the volleys between he and Trump, also obviously a master negotiator, but is Biden up to it? I worry. He just gets rolled by Putin. That's my concern. He's been gaffing it up since he's been at the G7 summit, and making his rounds over there in Europe, but... I think it's tomorrow, right? That he's scheduled to meet with Vlad. Yeah, I think he landed
2: today. Okay, like just a few minutes ago, maybe an hour ago.
4: Have you noticed some of the, some of the video? Oh, geese, Where all these leaders are got their masks on and their their elbow bumping. It's and there's like virtue signaling. Proud of it. I'm better than you. I'm smarter than you. See, I'm not shaking hands. I'm not getting close. I'm elbow bumping, and Goofy Boris yells. yells. Boris Johnson. He he's got this little move. He kind of he, he kind of uh, stages his body, positions it like he's you know fixing to do a high jump or something when he before he does the elbow bump. Kind of bends his knees and pulls his other arm back. It just looks so goofy. I mean, it really does. But do they realize how silly they look? What's the message they're sending? The world is not open. Go back to your house, put your mask on, and take your lumps, you peasants. That's the message.
2: And then sit within arm's reach and take them off. (laughs)
4: Stum inside at a round table. Coming up on the program at 11.05, this should be interesting, Baldwin Chu, producer of Far East, Deep South. This is a film that's airing tonight on Mississippi Public Broadcasting. We'll discuss it later. And then at 12.05, Dr. Jennifer Bryan with the Mississippi State Medical Association will talk about the Healthcare Heroes event coming up in August. Stay with us. The JT Show returns after this.
5: Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. No-Drip Roofing and Construction.
8: The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction, your certified certainteed shingle installer, family-owned and operated for over 20 years here in the metro. No-Drip Roofing and Construction. 601-371-1051.
9: Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call Two Men in a Truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomininatruck.com.
1: We're here with a special invitation to join us weekly morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now, back to the JT
3: Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino.
10: Great news, everybody.
3: On Super Talk Mississippi.
10: Mississippi.
4: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show. Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio today. Hot outside, too, man.
2: Jeez. Not supposed to be quite as hot as it was yesterday, but, yeah, it's still going to be it's toasty. Hot.
4: Yeah. A couple of announcements uh, we want to share with the audience first uh, about JT. As you know, our friend JT Williamson, the host of this show is undergoing treatments for cancer because there is a severe shortage of blood platelets across Mississippi. There is a desperate need right now for people just like you to donate blood and platelets to help cancer patients like JT and many others. Please go to msblood.com or call 888-90-BLOOD to find a place to donate near you and let them know you were there to donate for JT Williamson. Please, folks, msblood.com. Do it. Appreciate it. We got a uh, uh, giveaway later on in the show. Also, the Gallow Show will be live at the Jackson Convention Center tomorrow for the 71st Annual Mississippi Economic Council Meeting. You'll hear from state leaders across the business and political spectrum. To register for the MEC Annual Meeting, go to mec.ms and also... Our annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon, that's coming up July 15th. That's, uh, that'll be our ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon, July 15th, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Every year, there are children across Mississippi that need a loving home, and many times these children are caught in unimaginable circumstances, and that's why we need your help. You'll find how Palmer Home for Children rescues and restores children. It's a faith-based organization that doesn't take government money, so we need your help. Looking forward to that. Um, And, of course, you can donate something to our Radiothon online auction. The money raised from your item will go directly to help the children. If you've got something you want to donate to be auctioned off during the Radiothon, let us know by emailing us at donate at supertalk.fm. Again, donate at supertalk.fm. If you want to donate something of value to the Radiothon. We'll auction that off. That's always a fun time. Enjoy that. My first time to be affiliated with it. You and Dave handled it. I was uh, kind of calling in a little bit and texting in, but looking forward to that this year. July 15th, Radiothon, Palmer Home for Children. Again, Gallo Remote tomorrow, Mrs., uh, Excuse me, Jackson Convention Center for the Mississippi Economic Council meeting. And donate platelets for JT, most importantly. We'll uh, we'll continue to remind folks of that. You can find out how at msblood.com. Appreciate that. So, we were talking about Boris Johnson. Boris doesn't sound like an English or Brit name, does it? I thought that was like a Slavic or Russian name. It does sound kind of Russian. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I can only think of Boris. Squittle. <laughs> Natasha from uh, the Bullwinkle Hour. <laughs> so, We've got a little sound here. This is Boris at the G7 Summit. That's the seven wealthiest nations. See if I can name them here the US, the UK, Germany, Italy, France, Japan, Canada. Got him. So he is at a round table, just setting the scene here for you folks. And he is welcoming the world leaders at the round table. President Biden is to his left. And honestly, He's technically
2: the host, right? Because they're
4: in Cornwall. Yeah, that's right. And we did pronounce that right because there's been some controversy on the pronunciation of Cornwall. <laughs> I don't know why, but it, it, I thought it was Cornwall. I think that's right. But so that's the scene. They're at this round table. This is after they've elbow bumped and. <laughs> virtue-signaled how they're protecting against the spread of COVID, and his rhino set off the air. Then they sit at this table inside, three feet away from each other, with no masks on. Dumb. And Anyhow, this is Boris. We're not going to play the entire introduction. This is how he ended his introduction and welcome. Here we go.
11: As G7, we are united in our, our vision for a cleaner, greener world, a solution to the problems of climate change, and in those ideas in those technologies in which we 're all addressing together, I think there are the there is the potential to generate many many millions of high wage high skill jobs and I think that is what uh, the people of the uh, of our countries now want us to to focus on they want us to be sure that we're beating the pandemic together and discussing how we'll never have a repeat of what we've seen, but also that we're building back better together and, and building back greener and building back fairer and building back more equal. And uh, how shall I, in a more gender neutral and perhaps like a more feminine way. How about that, apart from anything else? So uh, those are some of the objectives that we have before us at uh, at Carbis Bay. Thank you all very, very much.
4: Can somebody explain to me what in the wide world of sports is a gender-neutral, more feminine world? What the hell is that? What does that mean specifically? We're supposed to kill all the men on the planet? What does that mean? Where did he come up with that? How did we go from climate change to gender neutrality? Government-mandated
2: throw pillows. (laughs)
4: Exactly. State-sponsored toilet seat covers. (laughs) Bidets. (laughs) What is he talking about? Will somebody please explain that? I've been racking my brain since I heard this Friday when he did it. I can't figure it out. What does it mean? I'm serious. It's a serious question. I can't. I
2: can't give you a serious answer. I just have a whole ton of non-serious ones.
4: We could make a whole show out of non-serious ones. I'm sorry to be laughing at it, but I don't know what else to do. It's the only response I can come up with because it's so nutty. I can't, I can't come up with any serious response.
2: It also felt kind of tacked on, like he was stalling and, yes. and using all the
4: buzzwords
2: in his vocabulary until he could figure out
4: that. <laughs> Well, if you watch it, it's, you're exactly right. You can tell he's stumbling, bumbling, not sure what to say. And then something else, I don't have any sound for you, but he's introducing everyone, and and then he gives each of them an opportunity, of course, around the table to introduce themselves, and uh, I, I guess sort of welcome as well. And Biden... It, there, there's some other folks in the room, by the way, from other countries. They're just not sitting at the G7 table, and he reintroduces like, I don't know, one of the African countries' leaders. <laughs> Boris says, "Well, yeah, I already introduced
8: him."
4: <laughs> it's sad. This is the this is supposed to be the leader of the free world, is President Biden. Folks, by the way, are saying. Who did this poll, Mike and Gulfport, talking about the poll, the ABC poll. Well, that's who did it, Mike. That's that's all you need to know. Where fifty two percent of the country says, Yeah, hey, we're in good hands, man. My man Joe Biden, he is all over it. nothing gets by him. Him and Vlad, he'll absolutely roll Vlad. Now I'm exaggerating, but that is I think that's the uh the insinuation, is it not, from the poll? I so I don't, I don't know, Mike, to answer your question. Uh, I see your other text, by the way, about um, the lady from South Korea. I know you were texting that earlier. I've got that story as well. We'll get to it. But I, I'm worried, folks. I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't say it, that Vladimir Putin is a pretty sharp cookie. And he's all about Vlad and his country and his personal Power and fortune
2: if nothing else the optics of the g7 summit have been embarrassing to a certain extent because do you remember when trump was at the summit and he shouldered his way to the front of the pack to be the leader of the free world i do remember now we have this with the optics of president blackface himself prime minister from canada trudeau leading Queen Liz and Biden shuffling at the back of the pack, looking like a lost ball in tall grass.
4: Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about that before on the show, that regardless of what you think about President Trump, he always, always, always did his dead-level best on the world stage to put his country first. And well and right, he should. And we got a guy now that runs around apologizing in hell, even Boris Johnson at U.K., who at one time I thought was a conservative, is talking about a gender-neutral world. I don't even know what that means. God help us. David Bowie, speaking of the UK. Ziggy Stardust bumps us out of this segment. We shall return. Stay with us.
1: Spring cleanup can be easy, fun, and affordable with the all-star John Deere Compact Tractor Package from Mississippi, Arkansas Ag. The John Deere 3025E tractor, plus loader, box blade, rotary cutter, and a trailer will keep you ahead of the game at just $293 per month with 0% financing for 72 months. Leave it up to us or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information. Offer ends 8 some exclusions apply, see dealer for details.
12: Is Dad's toolbox overflowing? Tired of ties and golf balls? This Father's Day, give Dad a treat that won't pile up and is sure to satisfy. Nandy's Candy has an assortment of treats created especially for Dad on his special day. Of course, if you have your heart set on tools, ties, and golf balls, we've got those too, all made of chocolate. Come to Nandy's Candy and make Dad's day as sweet as he is. Nandy's Candy, located in Maywood Mart. Shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping.
15: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super
16: Mississippi
17: News. Authorities are investigating the murder of a former state representative. The death of Ashley Henley is being investigated as a homicide after she was found shot to death in the Water Valley boat landing community on Sunday night. Henley was reportedly shot while mowing the grass of the same Patricia Drive property where her sister-in-law was found dead inside of a burned trailer in December of 2020. Henley served District 40 in the Mississippi House from 16 to 2019.
16: And there was a washout on an area of railroad in Harrison County five years ago. Economic Commission Director Bill Lavers told Supertalk Mississippi that it was going to cost up to $10 million to fix it. I wrote a letter to the railroad and said, please fix it or give me the railroad, and they said, here's your railroad. The commission has been working in partnership with Rock Island Rail. The locomotive will be delivered this week. Hopefully we'll start delivering material and goods to customers the week of June 21st. I'm Andy Davis.
3: You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now here's more on Super Talk Mississippi.
16: played guitar, jamming good with weather and gilly and the spiders from
13: Mars, he played it left hand,
17: but
4: made it Ziggy bar. played guitar. <laughs> the great David Bowie. <laughs> <he was laughs>
2: Bar-sodding. The- That's a gender-neutral future. <laughs> Ziggy. We can all be spiders from Mars. <laughs> That's right.
4: Like some cat from Japan. <laughs> oh, man. Boris, I bet, wishes he had David's hairdo, his coif, back in the Ziggy days. Yeah,
2: I was saying off the air that all of the sophistication that his accent garners him is thrown right out the window when you take <laughs> one look at him.
4: Does he just... I was asking Rhino off the air... Do you think he, like, washes his hair and then puts a towel on it and kind of halfway dries it and just leaves it like that? Or does he just roll out of bed after a rough night's sleep <laughs> fighting with a pillow and just says, okay, let me put a towel on and go to work? One or the other. He can't possibly, like, stand in front of a mirror. There's no way. And make it look like that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's a power play. There are, there are. I don't have to have my hair. Ah, oh, see,
4: while he's fist bumping. <laughs> oh man, we're wacko today. I'm sorry about that. I just, just we need to share that little clip we just played. I guess because you just got to see him. You're so right, though, Rhino. Your perception of that is he's fumbling. He doesn't know exactly what to say. Does he not look uncomfortable? is he's kind of looking around like, maybe somebody can help me here. The problem is he's got Biden to his left, and he keeps looking at him, and Biden looks like a robot just sitting there. He's got zero movement. It's crazy. These, are, these people are running the world, effectively. Scott in Rankin County says, you can't say nutty. That implies masculinity. <laughs> okay, got it. Oh, man. Man, oh, man. Uh, Yeah, Terry's upholstery. I think he's commenting here on the little tape of Boris we were playing where he's, if you missed it, folks, he's calling for a gender-neutral world as part of the Build Back Better plan. They say this Build Back Better, like, things were so terrible pre-pandemic. And you got Biden over there saying, America's back. Really? Really? Where were we before he was elected? Other than the fact that they shut the place down. But, it, and of course it's a shot at President Trump. Like, yeah, Trump, he uh, he absolutely damaged our reputation on the world stage. You know why? Because they couldn't roll him. That's why. I'm not sure you want to be popular. You can be cordial. You can be respectful to your counterparts running these other countries. But I get a little nervous if they just fawn all over you. That means they're getting something out of you. That means they're, I'm telling you, shaking you down. And I think the Democrats and Biden are complicit. They're happy to do that, it appears. Hair is why they hate Trump. (laughs) That from Ray from Byram.
2: That is a funny thing about the left, especially the loonier parts of the left. They are adamant, and they are convinced, and they refuse to believe any facts to the contrary, that Donald Trump actually has hair. Yeah, that's true. They can't They're convinced that. it's a wig or a hairpiece or something, and it's like, did, did you not see your man, was it Kimmel that must it up live on TV? <laughs> can't do that with a toupee. <laughs> Oh, now, it man. is a funky hairdo, because he is getting on up there in age, and he pulls from the back and makes it do the big... But it, it, yeah. there's
4: still hair there. Yeah, for 74 years old. I don't get the obsession. Exactly. Jason, on the C Spire text line, remarks, I was hoping Biden would take his dogs to meet Putin. <laughs> the ones that have a biting problem. <laughs> exactly. Vicky and Clarksdale says he is not capable of doing it with respect to negotiating on America's behalf with world leaders, especially uh, that being Vladimir Putin. Carolyn Starkville says, remember Obama op- apologizing. Yes, the apology tour, where he 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 came bearing gifts, right? He gave a was it a CD player or something like that to the queen, and it did, it did match the format of... I forgot all about
2: the remember, gifts at the G7. Remember that? Did you hear about the one this year? Uh-uh. President Biden showed up with a gift for Boris, the host. Yeah. It was a custom-made bike from, from somewhere. I think it was in Delaware. And it was like a $6,000 bicycle. Really swanky bicycle. And Boris gave President Biden... A picture of Frederick Douglass he printed off from Wikipedia saw in that. a frame.
4: I saw that. Printed it out. <laughs> he just put it on the OHP laser, cut and paste, and framed it. What is that all about? Well, are you not disappointed, however, that he chose a male? I think Frederick Douglass was a male, right? <laughs> as far as we know.
2: Well, it is 2021, and we can't ask him how he identifies.
4: Correct. Well... Well, so much for the gender Although neutral. Although I feel
2: like that's going to be history classes for the next decade. It's just <laughs> figuring out how historical figures identified.
4: It's sick. It's just sick. What was Edgar Allan Poe's pronouns? <laughs> Not, so, uh, something else about Obama. He, he said, he stated yesterday, this made the news that those who view Fox News, I'm paraphrasing, this isn't his exact quote, but they're detached from reality. Their, their perception of of uh, reality in America. Oh, that's what it is. It doesn't correspond with all other Americans. So we're into this segregation world now in, in this country, and so now, now we're segregating in accordance with what TV news channel you watch. That's how you get identified. Are you going to have to put that on your business card? Like, the editor-in-chief, you seen this, folks, of National Geographic? You seen that? Where? Oh, yeah, at the bottom of her business card and the way, let's see if I can find it to make sure I don't mess it up. We and have the,
2: actually hit this point in society where people that make way more money than you or I to make decisions that impact thousands of people's lives are now putting on their business
4: card an actual race card. That's what it says, race card. That she it's Susan Goldberg. That's one line under her signature, and then just below that, this is how she signs her mail. And but she's also got this now. I, my understanding is imprinted on her on her business card, and then it's her title, editor in chief, National Geographic. And then just under that, it says race card colon white, comma privilege comma. With much to learn. So now, folks, you have to include on your business card and your email signature, your race card. She goes ahead and admits it, acknowledges it right here. it is. She's white, she's privileged, and has much to learn. There you go. That's the new standard. Oh, that'll bring us all together, won't it? (laughs) It's just incredible.
2: Oh man. Tom in Corinth on the ceasefire text line has the best pun of the day. We know Edgar Allan Poe's pronouns. They're (laughs) pronouns.
4: That's awesome. (laughs) Ponouns. That's really good there, Tom. Appreciate that. Jason says, I despise this political theater overseas. Trump, Biden, I don't care. Our politics are our politics, not Europe's business. Agree. From a political perspective, I agree with you, Jason. And, in fact, we should also report that Biden kind of broke a longstanding, unwritten standard, shall we say, where he goes overseas and he kind of airs out the dirty laundry. He criticizes in his remarks while overseas the GOP. He says, the Republican Party is vastly diminished in numbers. The leadership of the Republican Party is fractured. And the Trump wing of the party is the bulk of the party, but it makes up a significant minority of the American people. That is directly quoted from his comments overseas. And that's a no-no. You don't do that. You should project... A totally united front outside of these borders. I don't care who it is. I don't care who's in charge. That's, that's like family. Got to treat it that way. That kind of mess stays inside the House. In the, in the mainstream media, not calling him out for it. You can't find an example where Trump took shots at Democrats when he was abroad. You can't do it. I want to see somebody push the other folks out of the way like Rhino was talking about to get to the front of the dang line where this country needs to be. That's what I want to see. We'll take a little break right here. We're going to come back. Don't forget, we've got uh, award-winning documentary maker uh, Mr. Chow coming up. Choo! Sorry. Say that right. Stay with us.
8: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 95. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 71. Your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 92. Wednesday evening, clear skies, low around 69. And for your Thursday, sunny conditions, high near 93. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Goal Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, doordash or grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
13: What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey,
19: there's hair!
18: COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID.
20: This is the opening acre Margaret report at the open of the New York Cotton Exchange. December cotton was up fifty six to eighty six sixty nine. March cotton was up fifty six to eighty six fifty four. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade jaw soybeans were up a penny to fourteen seventy three per bushel. August soybeans were down ten and a quarter to half per bushel. July corn was down eleven cents to six forty eight and a quarter per bushel. September corn was down eighteen and a half to five eighty per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was up 70 to 121.97. October live cattle was up 50 to 127.30. August feeders up 202 to 156.62. September feeders up 205 to 158.87. At this hour, the Dow Jones is down 151 points, 34,242. I'm Dixon Williams, and this
15: is Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Visit our website at www.msboc.us.
21: Cotton isn't a crop, it's a calling. That's why you battle resistant weeds with guts and determination. BASF helps you win with the most effective in-season weed control program on the market. The powerhouse trio of Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook are best in class post herbicides, each with a different mode of action so weeds don't stand a chance. Protect your calling at cottonweedcontrol.com. Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook herbicides, Made for this. Ingenia Herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Always read and follow label directions.
3: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
4: everyone, the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. It's Baldwin Chu, producer of Far East, Deep South, that will be joining us after uh, the break. That should be an interesting discussion. It's uh, it's about uh, a documentary airs tonight, Mississippi Public Broadcasting, and it's just about the, the proliferation of uh, anti-Asian sentiment that is occurring in this country and as many of you know, Mississippi is home, especially the Delta, to a number of Asian Americans who've settled here for generations and uh, contributed much to our state and, uh, of course, our country. <clears throat> Let's see. On a positive note, what do you think about Trump running for House of Reps position and then removing Nancy from hers, Karen, and Oxford? Yeah, my personal view is he's not going to do it. I just don't think he's going to do it. I just can't see a president, a former president, uh, making that move.
2: That's like the president of the bank <laughs> branch leaving his job as the president of the bank branch and then coming back as a teller at the branch.
4: Yeah. I just think it would and, be... And
2: trying to go back...
4: It would be tough way. for him.
2: Yeah. That's my opinion.
4: be tough for him.
2: Nothing against the president of the bank branch or the teller of the bank branch. It's just usually you don't come back in lower on the totem pole or farther down in the hierarchy.
4: Right. I totally agree. So we shall – we'll see. I mean,
2: there have been instances in the past of former presidents running for office again, former presidents sitting on the Supreme Court doing all kinds of stuff, but nothing in, in modern presidential history.
4: Yeah. I think that's right. So we, uh, we'll we see. And I mean, there's, of course, a lot of uh, rumor that he might be jumping back in for president in 24. Heard all sorts of scenarios there. I just think it's too early to, to tell and don't know what we're going to see there. So nonetheless, the Adams family was way ahead of its time. They had a cousin named It. They did indeed. Cousin It. <laughs> for a pronoun perspective. Interesting. Jeff in Forrest County, of course, loves to take shots at President Trump and Republicans, and he now comes in and says, I don't recall President Biden saluting a Korean general. Joe Biden wouldn't know a Korean general if he were standing in front of him. It is true, but you should go back and look at the context of that there, Jeff. look at the Look at the video. The President of the United States, Donald Trump, at the time Extends his hand for a handshake, and so does the general. But the general pulled his hand back, sort of joking with Trump, and then saluted Trump, and Trump simply returned the salute. He got, uh, he got somewhat castigated for that, and uh, it, you know it was just one of those incidents. But here's what I'll say. When it comes to policymaking, Trump always put the country first. That's what I'm more concerned about. And I don't feel the same way with respect to Joe Biden. Heck, we've got members of his own party sitting in Congress that equate this country to brutal terrorist organizations. Now, they're, it's ripping that party apart. Jeff, I assume that's your party. There's a lot of activity there, and the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, refused to censure Representative Elan uh, Omar over her reckless and irresponsible comments. In in my view, and they're anti Semites. Let's face it; they just are. They are they are pro terrorist, anti America. And anti-Semites. And Joe Biden won't say a word. I would argue he probably doesn't even know that it happened. So, nonetheless, uh, that's kind of where we are. Biden would have, uh, yeah, but who would have thought the Speaker of the House would have as much power to throw off an entire presidency, carried in Oxford? Yeah, that's true, but honestly, I think any Speaker... It, that is, uh, if the Republicans seize control of the House, uh, the presidency is already somewhat in a state of flux, just because their agenda can't get through without Republican support at this point. And there well, doesn't also seem can't to be.
2: forget the the civics lessons of checks and balances, right? Balance of power, three branches of government.
4: Yep, and they are demanding to essentially just overrun that. It's what they're doing. Let's let's go. Let's ram it through. We shared yesterday, AOC implying that we got to do something now because we may lose our majority in the Senate. Those are old folks over there. She didn't say that. She implied it. Somebody might die. She was referring to the death of Ted Kennedy in 2009, which caused them to lose their supermajority. And she's implying it. It's almost like we got to get to work because a senator might die. She's morbid. She's sick. We're gonna step away for Super Talk News, Fox News, and then Ball and Chu, producer Far East Deep South, will join us. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk,
3: Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090.
22: Fox News.
10: I'm Chris Foster. President Biden's in Geneva meeting with the president of Switzerland and preparing for tomorrow's meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin.
14: The White House says the two plan to discuss climate change, Ukraine, recent cyber attacks, and more. There will be no joint press conference after their meeting. President Biden says he does not want to distract from their conversation. In Geneva, Lauren Blanchard, Fox
23: News.
10: The president met with European Union leaders in Belgium today and a 17-year-long trade dispute over subsidies to airline manufacturers is over.
23: Tariffs that were authorized by the World Trade Organization will be suspended. Delta Airlines uses Airbus jets. Ryanair uses Boeing aircraft, making those two airlines most affected by the dispute. The tariffs were already suspended for four months. That suspension will now be extended for five years starting July 11th.
10: Fox's Jenny America America's listening to Fox News.
0: Find new roads. Hi, Chuck Smith here from Smith Brothers Body Shop. Smith Brothers has been proudly serving the Jackson Metro area since 1946. We consider you to be our friend to ensure the best experience possible. If you've chosen a body shop in the past because they were right around the corner and had a bad experience or you've been treated poorly elsewhere, come see what a difference quality service can make at Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call us at 601-353-5217. At Smith Brothers, you're more than a number. Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you.
16: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Centene has agreed to pay Mississippi 55 million in a no-fault settlement after an investigation into claims the company's pharmacy benefit managers were inflating their bills. Representative Becky Curry can't believe the state is still doing business with the company.
12: They got a slap on the wrist. They think that they're in a. Perfect position Mm -hmm. to go into this next contract, and we'll be stuck with them for three more years, taking money from us with other uh, little companies uh, that they decide to go into business with.
16: Damage reports continue to
17: pile up following last week's flooding event in North Mississippi. Over 120 homes, 11 businesses, and 136 public roads were affected across 12 counties. Residents are encouraged to report damage through MEMA's self reporting tool online. For more information, visit supertalk.fm.
15: I'm Kelly Bennett. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, visit our website at msboc.us.
19: across the country may be more engaged in the coming school
16: year for a number of different reasons, including the ongoing controversy over critical race theory. Reverend C.J. Rhodes thinks a lot of parents may be wondering whether the industrialized version of public education is best for their children.
0: I do think that you're seeing more and more
16: parents open to homeschooling uh, now than than before. Governor Reeves points
9: to another factor. Because we're going to see significant disparities uh, for learning for those kids that have been in school districts that have been in the classroom when compared to those school districts that have not.
16: Cyber vandals targeted the vicksburg Warren School District last month. According to the Vicksburg Post, a letter was sent to parents Friday from Superintendent Chad Sheely. While an independent cybersecurity expert and law enforcement are investigating the breach, steps to prevent another cyber attack have already been taken. It's not clear if any sensitive information has been compromised. I'm Kelly Bennett
14: To Good Things with Me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Supertalk Jackson 97.3.
3: Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Let's do this. Welcome to the J.T. Show with Gerard Gibbert on Supertalk Mississippi, the Supertalk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert.
4: Welcome back, everyone, The J.T. Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. And joining us now is Mr. Baldwin Chew. Did I say that right, Baldwin?
24: Hey, you got it. You got
4: it. Awesome. So uh, Mr. Chew is the producer of the documentary Far East, Deep South. I believe it's airing tonight on Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Is that
24: right? Yeah, excited for uh, PBS and Broadcast Mississippi Broadcast to have it on.
4: That is just awesome. So I've read a little bit uh, about the film and it's uh, it's intriguing. Tell tell us how you got interested in this and and also about your connection to the state of Mississippi.
24: Yeah, well, I'm a born and bred Californian. And we showed up in Mississippi because uh, we found a picture in my father's old photo album that showed that my grandfather and great-grandfather were buried in Mississippi. And so we decided to make a trip out there and find out if we could even find the grave site. Uh, we did, and not only did we find the gravesite, we found uh, an entire history of the entire of the uh, Chinese community in the Mississippi Delta uh, during the late 1800s, early 1900s, and got to meet with a lot of the people that are still there today.
4: Wow, that is incredible! So, uh, you found the gravesite. Did you? Were you able to find out more information about? Their history, how they ended up uh, in the United States, in Mississippi specifically, and and uh, it, just more information about that in general, I guess.
24: Yeah, we were very fortunate. We uh, discovered um, the Mississippi Delta Chinese Heritage Museum on the Delta State University campus. And they connected us um, with many of the Chinese people that are still in the area, as well as the locals, uh, both the white and black communities. And we got to learn a lot about not only our family's history, but the history of of the Delta. And so we made this film because my wife, who is the director, Larissa Lam. Um, she was along for the ride, obviously, because she's my wife and we, have a, we had a one-year-old at that time yeah. and we said, hey, you know, let's go figure this out. And she's like, uh, we're not gonna just keep this as a family documentary or a family video. This, this history that we're discovering is just too amazing and everybody needs to know about it. So uh, since we both have a career in entertainment, um, we decided to go for it and just make this documentary.
4: Well, and so, is it true that your father was in the military, in the Air Force?
24: That's right. He's a retired Air Force veteran so very patriotic and he actually did not know about his past he did not know anything about his father he was left uh, back in china because his father my grandfather was in mississippi and there was a chinese exclusion act that was going on during that time obviously there was segregation as well and those laws prevented my father and his father from reuniting so when he came to the us um you know he he wanted to take care of his grandmother who was also in mississippi um but Brought him over eventually, and he, in order to take care of her, um, he worked as well as joined the Air Force Reserves.
4: Wow, that's fascinating. So, I, I know you realize this, but uh, and some of our listeners do, but but many across the state may not be familiar with the fact that there is a, a fairly uh, large contingent of Chinese Americans in Mississippi, and there's a legacy there, and many of them actually settled in the Delta which is perhaps the region of the state that is more of a melting pot than any other area of the state. But I personally have many uh, fine uh, Chinese-American friends uh, across the state, and even here locally, uh, uh, very close family friends. Sons play baseball together. We, we celebrate Christmas' as families together. Uh, we are blessed with that. And that uh, story I don't think is known as as, uh, probably as well as it should be. My suspicion is, and you correct me if I'm wrong here, Baldwin, that in California, probably not a lot of folks realize just how close our ties are to China with respect to many of our citizens here in Mississippi.
24: Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. Um, I would actually prefer to use a salad rather than a melting pot because (laughs) everyone has their own individual, you know, separate colors and beauty and we're not all like just melted together into one like collide, like one one weird color, like in a melting pot, right? We all have our beauties, right? And so it's like, it's so awesome when we went to Mississippi, it was totally a, a shock to us because we're from California and we expected a lot. Well, I'm sorry to say we expected a lot worse um, and that's unfortunately what media has portrayed and obviously there are some there's some dark history in the state of Mississippi sure. but when we got there everyone people, you know it was funny because people were not surprised to see us we thought we would get over there and they would be like oh what are these Chinese people doing here but everyone was used to seeing our face sure. what they were shocked at was like what are these Californians doing here <laughs> that's
4: exactly right and thank you for correcting me <laughs> with the salad Uh, metaphor as opposed to melting pot. I like that better, and I agree with you. We're all all about individualism here and individual liberty, as you probably know. But Mississippi is indeed blessed with a a diverse culture, and of course, uh, Chinese, Mississippian Americans make up uh, a good and very valuable portion of that. And and I think you're right. It's it's more of a shock, uh, probably, and and more of a bit of hesitation in encountering Californians. <laughs> They're more foreign <laughs> than folks from China in the state of Mississippi. Exactly. Uh, but and, and I've spent a lot of time in my working career in, in California as as well. But but you're so right that unfortunately our state, and I think to a great extent, driven by Hollywood, frankly has a negative perception of our state, which is wrong, and they love to drive this image that is just not factual and not accurate. Sure, we, we've we got uh, some negative in our past. All states do. But we're not that way anymore. This is really a great place, and there's great people, and we get along pretty dang well.
24: Yeah, what I really appreciated um, was that when we when we went out to Mississippi to shoot the film, um, we weren't sure what kind of um, reaction we would have. We weren't we weren't sure if we would have the support that we would need in order to do this discovery and learn more about not only my family, but the entire community. But everyone came out. Um, it was it was one of this, it was really southern hospitality. We showed up. You know, the Chinese community invited us to dinner. The white community invited us to dinner. The black community invited us to dinner. Awesome. And we all um, you know they supported this whole project uh, from the very beginning. It's been like a five to six-year project, so we're finally glad that you guys get to see it. That is awesome. And so,
4: it was this made to some extent in response to some of the um, anti-Asian sentiment we're seeing that's kind of taking hold across America. I, I got to tell you, I'm not familiar with any mm-hmm. such incidents in Mississippi. Maybe you are, but it, is, does it? You address that in the film?
24: Well we didn't make the film to address this situation because we finished the film before the okay. pandemic actually hit okay. so and unfortunately our our, our film was in hold for almost for over a year just because of that. Yeah. But I think the release of the film now is timely because our, our story wasn't just for this time. Um, I think our story has been there for a long time, it's for multiple generations. And what we found is that, um, you know, the, the problem right now is that people don't see Asian Americans as American. And what we discovered in Mississippi is that Chinese have been in the American South for a long time. And when you think about America, you think about the American South, you think about apple pie, um, You know, you understand, people study about the Civil War and what happened in the Deep South as the, as the beginning of our nation. Um, and we've been there. We've even fought in the Civil War. You know, Chinese Americans have fought in the Civil War. So what we wanted to this, we hope this film, what it ended up doing was it showed how American we really are. It normalized this face that we are not just a foreign face. We've been here for a long time. We've contributed to all parts of this country. And I think, um, the timeliness of it is great right now.
4: And I know because, like I said, I have so many fine uh, Chinese American friends. Th- they certainly retain uh, part of their culture as well. They should. Uh, it's it's just it's in their makeup. It's in their DNA. But they are through and through Americans, and their allegiance is to the United yeah. States of America. Th- that's the truth, is it not, Baldwin?
24: Oh, most definitely. I mean, in Mississippi, if you look at. Um, all the Chinese um, that were living in Mississippi, one of the largest, um, you know, per capita population of people that joined the military were the Chinese. I mean, a large percentage wow. of the Chinese in Mississippi ended up joining the military, especially in World War II. Um, and in regards to your your statement earlier, I mean, we're seeing a lot of this anti-Asian stuff in the major cities. We we, we talked to our Chinese friends um, in Mississippi, and they're like, you know what? We we haven't had the problems that you're seeing in the major cities. And I think the relate the reason for that is because, you know, the towns may be smaller, but people are actually having relationships with each other. You know, they're talking to each other. Um, the Chinese community has friends in the, both the white and the black community. And I think, you know, in the larger cities, we're so large, we're not really talking to each other. We don't get to know each other. We don't understand each other. And that's unfortunate. And I hope our film gets, allows people to really see how normal Absolutely. we are in this American environment.
4: Mr. Chu, it's been an honor, and it's been fascinating. And and good luck with the film, and, and look forward to seeing that. Baldwin Chu, producer, Far East, Deep South. Have a good day, sir. Thanks for coming on.
24: Thank you. Great to be here. You bet.
4: We'll step away, take a little break right here. We'll come back. Don't forget, we got a giveaway today as well for a concert. The JT Show returns.
25: Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Mart. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and & Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still Frederick Sales & Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993.
0: Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented 8-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor. Exit 114 in Glockstead or
3: online at bennelson.com.
22: I love it. Catfish is excellent.
3: For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant
1: clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601 933 4910 and online at esisupply.net. ESI
0: Supply, your flame resistant clothing headquarters.
5: Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show, conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. Be sure
1: to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The JT Show
3: with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Everyone, the JT Show Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino. We got Dr. Jennifer Bryan coming up later on in the program at twelve oh five. Let's see. In the meantime, Rhino, you want to do a giveaway here?
2: Oh yeah, we got some tickets to give away, and uh, you might want to get your texting fingers ready because this is one that'll be coming up shortly. In fact, it'll be coming up this Sunday. So uh, here's a great way for you to. Take Dad to a concert. Faux free. So, the legendary rock group's Sticks and Collective Soul will be at the Brandon Amphitheater in Brandon this Sunday. Tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com and the Brandon Amphitheater box office. The tickets start at just $25. But if you want a pair, Faux free, all you gotta do is be the 12th person to text into the C Spire text line 601-879-4395 with the correct phrase and you will win a pair of tickets. So get your texting fingers ready. Text 601-879-4395. Be the 12th person to text me the words Collective Soul. And you'll win a pair of tickets to see Sticks and Collective
4: Soul this Sunday. There you go. What would you say? 12th, right? 12th. All right. And Jason the key phrase
2: is Collective Soul.
4: Jason says, Biden is right about Fox News. Trump was right about MSNBC, dueling banjos. The media sucks, especially on cable. He says, it's not Californians, it's not Mississippi, it's rural versus urban. That's true in every state or every country I've ever been to. Get east of Seattle and Washington, and it's a completely different story that is in town. Ditto San Francisco, L.A., whatever. The general red versus blue is ridiculously oversimplified. He's right about big cities. righty, We got him rolling in there, Rhino. Let's see if we can stop. Yes, yeah, Scott from Aberdeen. This is uh, another listener uh, that is Messaging us about the, I think it was a, a North Korean national, if I'm not mistaken, that uh, did issue some very strong warnings about what she's seeing in America. I think she was a student at, well, uh, uh, let's see, at Columbia University, if I'm not mistaken, and she was. She goes off on a man. Talks about how the the country is is uh looks more like her old country kind of kind of a scary thought honestly when you think about it and and so it's i don't think we can play all the sound because it uh it gets pretty involved but I'll see if I can find some more information about what she actually said but it it is something to certainly to reckon with and and something to be aware of she says. In fact, even North Korea was not this nuts (laughs) after attending the Ivy League School of Columbia. And she just, you know, she calls out all this wokeness going on, and she's right about it. Her name is, I hope I say it correctly, Yeonmi, Y e Y e o n m i Park ye, ye own me? ye own me? Not sure. part. And she says that she's she says that when the folks in this country talk about experiencing hardships and difficulties and challenges, basically she says, you don't know what in the heck you're talking about when you contrast that to the life that she experienced in her home, North Korea. And she's 27 years old. She transferred to Columbia University from a South Korean university in 2016 she was deeply disturbed by what she saw. She said, I expected that I was paying this fortune, <laughs> all this time and energy to learn how to think, but they are forcing you to think the way they want you to think. I realized, wow, this is insane. I thought America was different, but I saw so many similarities to what I saw in North Korea, that I started worrying. These similarities include anti-Western sentiment, collective guilt, and suffocating political correctness. I'd say Ms. Park is dead on right there. She said that it really kind of raised uh, red flags with her. She was scolded during an orientation by a university staff member for admitting she enjoyed classic literature such as Jane Austen. I said, I love those books. I thought it was a good thing, recalled Miss Park. Then she said, did you know those writers had a colonial mindset? That was the staff member. Co- colonial mindset. What is this obsession with colonial colonialism? That, that's about as clear to me as gender-neutral. I don't know what it means exactly. They were racist and bigots and are subconsciously brainwashing you.
2: The people that are <laughs> griping about colonialism have this strange inclination that they can just go back in time and rewrite history and and change how humanity has progressed for the last, oh I don't know, a couple thousand years, <laughs> all because of feelings. We we can't have these lines on a map because the people that drew these lines are colonialists. Let us draw these lines on a map and make it more equitable. Doesn't that just sound asinine?
4: I, I don't get it. I, I'm just telling you. I honestly do not get it. I think it's crazy. I do. And so when you have someone coming from a, a communist area... And comes over here and says, this is worse. <laughs> I mean, how much clearer does it need to get? She also said she, she was shocked and confused by issues surrounding gender and language. The same thing we've been talking about right here on the JT Show, that we're obsessed with race, with gender, with language. We, we point out examples of it virtually every day, because something crazy happens every day related to that and she said every class is asking students to announce their preferred pronouns now i guess you got to announce your race like the lady from the editor in chief of national geographic white privilege so she calls this this out she calls them out on this crap and she says english is my third language i learned it as an adult i sometimes still say he or she by mistake. Now it's a mistake to say he or she. That's the impression they're giving this young lady. And now they're going to ask me to call them they? How the heck do I incorporate that into my sentences? (laughs) It was chaos. I felt like regression in civilization. Even North Korea is not this nuts, she admitted. North Korea was pretty crazy, but not this crazy. She said, in North Korea, nobody knows about the concepts like love or liberty. I've seen oppression. I know what it looks like. Who, by the age of 13, had witnessed people drop dead of starvation right before her eyes. These kids keep saying how they're oppressed, how much injustice they've experienced, because somebody didn't call them by their right pronoun." That's oppression. That's injustice.
2: Oh, the humanity. I'm racking my brain trying to remember a time a single college professor referred to me as anything other than my name. <sighs> Pronouns didn't even come into it. Who cares? It was cares? either your first name or your last name or a nickname if you were that close with the professor. Exactly.
4: And if they were mad at at you, it was
5: Mr. The full name. <laughs>
4: exactly. Exactly. She says, oh, but that gets into dead
2: naming if they've transitioned. Oh, or gosh. I'm a girl that wants to be a guy today, and so I'm no longer <laughs> Samantha, I'm Sam. And if you call me Samantha, that's a dead name, and you have hurt
4: my feelings. <laughs> Sorry, Samantha. I suspect I haven't researched it. I'm thinking you won't see this story in the left wing media. You think? I just don't think they're going to call attention to it. Because they don't want to believe it. They want to believe this is all righteous and virtuous and noble. Pronouns, by God. Get my pronoun right. You're oppressing me. (laughs) This is nuts. We're going to stay on it, though, folks. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back, don't forget, at 12.05, Dr. Jennifer Bryan, and maybe Rhino's got us a winner as well, huh? We'll talk about that when we return on the JT Show. Please stay with us.
8: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 95. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 71. Your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 92. Wednesday evening, clear skies, low around 69. And for your Thursday, sunny conditions, high near 93. This weather brought to you by No-Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No-Drip difference is all about. No-Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com.
1: Here's Uncle Cy.
17: What's the biggest bug you've ever seen in your life?
1: Well, that would be me and a bunch of soldiers when we was in Vietnam fighting the war. We run into a herd of Oriental cockroaches
20: and they all weighed about 30 pounds. We actually had a firefight with them for
25: about two hours. They was trying to overrun us. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug
1: exterminator.
13: The for over 65 years. At Havard Pest Control,
17: the difference is clear.
3: At Havard pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard
21: understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe
3: against
8: all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard pest control visit havardpest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309.
18: COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, R.J. Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID.
17: Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umphlet with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth Whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive.
8: Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. 601 345 8090. That's 601 345 8090. Or online at BaroniesTreePros.com. That's BaroniesTreePros.com.
16: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Centene has agreed to pay Mississippi $55 million in a no-fault settlement after an investigation into claims the company's pharmacy benefit managers were inflating their bills. Representative Becky Curry can't believe the state is still doing business with the company.
12: They got a slap on the wrist. They think that they're in a perfect position Mm -hmm. to go into this next contract and we'll be stuck with them for three more years taking money from us with other uh, little companies uh, that they decide to go into business with.
16: Damage reports
17: continue to pile up following last week's flooding event in North Mississippi. Over 120 homes, 11 businesses, and 136 public roads were affected across 12 counties. Residents are encouraged to report damage through MEMA's self-reporting tool online. For more information, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
3: This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Welcome back everyone to JT Show Super Talk Mississippi. Thomas in Greenwood text in Thomas Massey, Representative Thomas Massey, says a few weeks ago I was fined five hundred bucks by Speaker Pelosi for not wearing a mask on the floor. I'm happy to report she has now abandoned enforcement of the mask rule and no proof of immunity is required. If Congress does not follow a vaccine or mask rule, neither should employer. I certainly appreciate the representative's opinion there. However, I would say to him, and I'm a little shocked at this overreach, but out there, Thomas. While I, as an employer, wouldn't adopt such a rule, I don't want the government to tell private businesses what rules they ought to adopt with respect to this. So, I'm a little surprised at Massey, who kind of fashions himself as one who is uh, liberty-oriented, liberty-minded, and that uh, would include getting government out of the private sector. I don't like it. I don't support it. I wouldn't do it. But if an employer wants to, the market will sort that out. It'll sort it out. I believe it's in, if I'm not mistaken, is it Oregon, the state of Oregon? You must prove to enter an establishment, I think they're requiring businesses to check vaccination status of patrons, I believe that's right, or they're not allowed to enter. I disagree with that as well, that the government should require that, I'm okay if the business wants to do it, I think they'll pay the price for it, I think it's dumb. But that's the way that ought to work, in in my view. Uh, It's not government's purview. It's outside of their scope. Uh, You don't want to work. Yeah, the Eagles, get over it. Victim of this, victim of that. Your mama's too thin and your daddy's too fat. Get over it, from the lyrics from the famous Eagles tune. You don't want to work. Want to live like a king, but the big bad world doesn't owe you a thing. Get over it. You know, there's still problems with employers getting folks to get back to work. Let's see, our benefits ended here in Mississippi. The supplemental federal benefits ended Friday, right, the 12th. So I haven't heard anything about how that's going since then with respect to folks jumping back into the workforce, applying for work. I saw a report that a restaurant in New York, in in an effort to woo prospective employees, is offering like free trips to Costa Rica or something like that. Just come to work and wait tables or make food back in the kitchen, etc., and we'll send you to, to Costa Rica, all expense paid trip. Are any of the fast food restaurants, do they have their indoor dining open? I've been to a few in the last couple of weeks. They're all dark. They're all closed, drive through only. Can, you,
2: can anybody I think, think there are a handful that have opened up inside, but there are still a lot that are drive through out only or pickup. Yeah. Interesting. Car side to go, if it were.
4: Yeah. Well, just in my anecdotal observation, it seems to me like they're all still shut down, are these uh, the indoor dining facilities? Yeah, so we we've been talking a fair amount on the program about the proliferation and adoption thereof of critical race theory in this country. I now I, I find that to be in at, at a tie with cybersecurity risk as the uh, number one threat to this country. I don't think it's as Joe Biden says. Of course, you know he vacillated over the the um, span of three weeks, it went from it, it went from Russia to white supremacy to climate change. He maintains that a general on the Joint Chiefs of Staff, or they collectively told him it's climate change, sir, number one threat. Went back and did a little research on that. It turns out what they told him is that, no, it's Russia and China <laughs> from a military perspective. That's pretty seems pretty common sense, pretty obvious, or the number one threat. But he continues, I don't think he knows from one day to the next what the heck he says, honestly, and that's even more concerning and more disturbing. But nonetheless, you're you're seeing this, and you're seeing people, as we have shared with you, many stories and audio clips of folks speaking up. Well, here on the C Spire text line, we have uh, something, and I can't confirm this, this is just from a, a uh, someone in our audience, the philosopher Ibran X. Kendi, I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he's, he, in my view, he's a hostile person. He is absolutely eaten up with racism, the subject of race, and he's one that thinks, I mean, just in a big way, that America is just inherently and historically evil, the worst place on the planet, wicked and still continues to be immersed in racial hate and conflict. And he uh, he's, he's a professor, I believe, somewhere as well, is he not? And he, he speaks and writes, and he's interviewed on a regular basis about this subject. So he wrote a book called How to Be an Anti-Racist, and it's now found, according to this screenshot from... Our, uh, our member of our audience here on the C Spire text line, my wife found it in our local library in Indianola in the new CRT section. So there's a CRT section in the library according to what this member of our audience is reporting. I am wondering, has he ever visited Mississippi? That question is asked by the texter because there is a statement. I suspect this is pulled from... His book, How to Be an Anti-Racist, this is what it says, and I'm just going to read it to you again. I haven't verified the authenticity of this, but it does sound like something Mr. Kendi would say. You would agree with that, Rhino? This is consistent with his, his views of the world. Anyhow, it goes on to say, "...the chronic underfunding of black schools in Mississippi is a gruesome sight to behold. Schools lack basic supplies, basic textbooks, healthy food and water." The lack of resources leads directly to diminished opportunities for learning. In other words, the racial problem is the opportunity gap, as anti-racist reformers call it, not the achievement gap. Right, Mr. Kendi, but what you want to do is extinguish and abandon any form of of a traditional, merit-based, achievement-based society. You're, you're, this is really what CRT uh, portends to do. It, it is all about this wokeness that's sweeping the country. You're seeing, you're seeing that philosophy and that concept, I should say, being a principle adopted. Uh, across the landscape of educational institutions, private sector companies. I talked a couple of weeks ago about the American Medical Association and their push to virtually eliminate merit in the selection of candidates to attend medical school, in the grading of their work, of their class efforts, and certification of them to be a physician. You've seen United Airlines say, we don't care. We're going to make half of our pilots black. They don't, they don't really ever say as long as they qualify, as long as they're qualified to uh, fly an airplane. They never add that caveat. Uh, but, and you're just seeing that boards you know, are committed to – it's tokenism, essentially. It's not, well, we want the best people in the positions to, uh, to, to be on these boards, to govern companies. Rather than that, it says, no, we've got to make sure our board uh, meets these these uh, composition standards with respect to the number of this type of person, what they look like, uh, all based on their identity and their physical attributes and properties, not their ability to contribute to the governance and operations of the company. You're just seeing that sweep this country. So saw this morning now another big school district up in New York is abandoning achievement-based tests to determine if you're qualified to enter special gifted and talented schools. We're just abandoning that altogether. It's all based on your zip code, your physical profile, not your, your capabilities or your performance to that point. Rhino got it going there with Get Over It. We shall step away right here for a break. Coming up. After uh, the, the noon break, we've got Dr. Jennifer Bryan with the Mississippi State Medical Association. She's the Board of Trustees chair. Should be an interesting discussion about the Healthcare Heroes event coming up. Stay with us. The J.T. Show will be right back.
12: Is Dad's toolbox overflowing? Tired of ties and golf balls? This Father's Day, give Dad a treat that won't pile up and is sure to satisfy. Mandy's Candy has an assortment of treats created especially for Dad on his special day. Of course, if you have your heart set on tools, ties, and golf balls, we've got those too, all made of chocolate. Come to Nandy's Candy and make Dad's day as sweet as he is. Nandy's Candy, located in Maywood Mart. Shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping.
1: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show
6: on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each
20: Saturday from 10 till noon. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The USDA has launched a new grant program, the Rural Innovation Stronger Economy, or RISE program, to help rural communities create good-paying jobs and support new business opportunities in high-growth fields. It's intended to help rural communities identify, maximize local assets, and connect to networks and industry clusters within their region. RISE provides grants up to $2 million to consortiums of local governments, investors, industry, institutions of higher education, and other public and private entities in rural areas. Applicants are encouraged to contact their nearest USDA Rural Development State Office ahead of the application deadline process. It begins on June the 16th, and the applications will be accepted electronically at grants.gov and will be the deadline August 2nd, 2021. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network.
21: Get five star tools for your five star dad with battery power made by steel. From mowers and blowers to trimmers and more, with the AK Homeowner Series starting at $199.99, that can get the work done quickly and make more time for what really matters. Shop online at steelusa.com giftguide gift guide. Pick up at over 10,000 local steel dealers. All prices MSRP includes battery and charge are available participating dealers. Dad doesn't quit until the job is done. So get him gas-powered tools from Steel that can keep up with him. From chainsaws and trimmers to blowers and more, Steel has the tools Dad needs. With legendary Steel gas-powered equipment starting at $139.99. Shop online at steelusa.com/giftguide. Pick up at over 10,000 local Steel dealers. All prices MSRP, available participating dealers.
15: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. I'm back.
20: I told
3: you I was coming back. This is The J.T. Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Do songs in the key of life lots of texts coming in on the ceasefire text line and appreciate everybody joining us and interacting with us today Georgia Blue open we got that let's see somebody told me that uh, here we go on the ceasefire text line from the 662 most Wendy's have opened indoor dining okay I'm gonna tell you the three within five miles of here do not. Okay? So, because I checked them all. There's one right across the street, virtually, across County Line Road here where we are. There's one on the parkway in Ridgeland, fairly new. And there's one up in Madison, and all of them are closed for indoor dining. That's three within about five-mile radius from where we are. Maybe they are elsewhere. Uh, but anyhow, and so, yeah, it's the, no people. The bottom line is they've got everybody dedicated to uh, taking care of the the drive-through, and uh, so they're they're not doing that. It's just a problem across the country. So we shall see what happens with respect to ending the supplemental federal unemployment benefits. All right. So been talking a little bit about um, this spread of critical race theory across this country. I still believe it's a huge threat to our way of life, look, that's, that's not to say that we shouldn't be cognizant of racism. That is abhorrent. I've said it before, that we shouldn't be sensitive and understand and study past mistakes made by this country with respect to that. But we've got to balance that with the overwhelming good this country has produced for its citizens and for the globe. I would argue if it weren't for our country, our strength, our democracy, we'd have already blown up the planet. I'm telling you, we're, we're who stands between that and total evisceration of the world. But here's an African-American mother who speaks out. She torches critical race theory. Listen to this, a couple of minutes.
22: My name is Keisha King. I'm a mom of two, one who's in the Duval County public school system and one in private school, thanks to school choice. I'm also a member of Moms for Liberty uh, representing thousands of parents. Just coming off of May 31st, marking the 100 years of the Tulsa riots. It is sad that we are even contemplating something like critical race theory, where children will be separated by their skin color and deemed permanently oppressors or oppressed in 2021. That is not teaching the truth unless you believe that whites are better than blacks. I have personally heard teachers teaching CRT and we have had an assembly shut down because Duval County Public School System consultant thought it would be a great idea to separate students by race. This is unacceptable. CRT is not racial sensitivity or simply teaching unfavorable American history or teaching Jim Crow history. CRT is deeper and more dangerous than that. CRT, and its outworking today, is a teaching that there is a hierarchy in society where white, male, heterosexual, able-bodied people are deemed the oppressor and anyone else outside of that uh, status is oppressed. That's why we see corporations like Coca-Cola asking their employees to be less white, which is ridiculous. I don't know about you, but telling my child or any child that they are in a permanent oppressed uh, status. In America because they are black is racist and saying that white people are automatically above me my children or any child is racist as well this is not something that we can stand for in our country and don't take it from me look at the writers of these types of uh, publications our ancestors white black and others hung bled and died right alongside each other to push America towards that more perfect Union If this continues, we will look back and be responsible for the dismantling of the greatest country in the world by reverting to teaching hate and that race is a determining factor on where your destiny lies. Thank you.
4: Thank you, ma'am. So there you go. So, all right, so, Rhino, if you disagree with her, wouldn't you be a racist in accordance with the standards?
2: According to the left, that would be, uh, yeah, you'd
4: be a big old racist if you disagree with a single word that she said. I mean, she's... She's a black female. You can't do that. Everything she says is 100% accurate. Well, in this case, I happen to believe it is. <laughs> but if you dissent with her, oh, you've got to be ostracized. You've got to be called out. You've got to be tarred and feathered off with your head. Isn't that the standard? What
2: am I missing? Oh, yeah, the last guy we were just talking about, uh, Kendi, or ex-Kendi, yeah. or whatever, he, he has an almost entire hour-length TED Talk. Where he's trying to convince you that it's not enough to not be racist. Right. You have to be anti racist. Anti racist.
4: Right, exactly. Took an hour to try to explain that. And he's getting wealthy peddling that garbage. That's what's really disgusting. Yeah, I agree, Leonard Skinner. Be a simple kind of man. Let's get back to it. We're going to step away for Fox News Super Talk News. When we return, Dr. Jennifer Bryan with us in the studio. She's the Board of Trustees Chair of the Mississippi Medical Association. We'll come right back. Stay with us.
3: You're home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN, Flora Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090.
10: I'm Chris Foster. The White House announces a new national strategy for fighting domestic terrorism. Attorney General Merrick Garland says it's about stopping violence, not any one ideology.
6: The national strategy is designed to coordinate and provide a principled path for the federal government's efforts to counter the heightened domestic terrorism
10: threat using all available tools. Including more information sharing between federal and local law enforcement, the tech sector, and other nations. There was a shootout at a home in Chicago this morning. Crime tape blocks an area where four people were killed and four others hurt just before 6 a.m. in Chicago's Southside Inglewood neighborhood. Police say after an argument inside a home, no word on suspects. You no, know, we are a
23: city on the edge at the moment, and we need to do something better.
10: Southside Alderman Raymond Lopez. This follows a weekend where 45 people were shot in Chicago, three killed. Fox's Jeff Minasso. America's listening to Fox News.
5: As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601 898 3105. Call today.
3: Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins
8: with yours. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051.
16: An executive of a Palahatchie Poultry Plant has pled guilty to charges related to the 2019 ICE
17: raids. 58-year-old Salvador Nieves worked as the manager of A&B Incorporated at the time of the raids that led to the detaining of nearly 700 illegal immigrants. He is now put guilty to harboring illegal aliens for the financial gain of the company and faces a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison. As of January, the raid, the largest of its kind in U.S. history, has led to the prosecution of nearly 120 individuals there
16: were no big winners this weekend so lottery totals continue to climb for tonight's mega millions drawing the estimated jackpot is 22 million powerball's estimated jackpot is up to 40 million that drawing is coming up tomorrow night for more information find us online at supertalk.fm i'm kelly bennett
15: if you need a contractor to help rebuild your home after a disaster Don't get scammed. Go licensed. Be skeptical about door-to-door offers of repair services. Ask friends and family for recommendations of contractors that they've used. Get at least three bids and never pay in cash. Don't make a bad situation worse. Protect yourself and your family after disaster strikes. Go licensed. For more information, visit our website at www.msboc.us.
23: This is for those who always show they care. Who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explain to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 100 percent of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. This is for the ones protecting those they love. Thank you.
14: We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
16: With an 11-7 victory over Notre Dame in the Super Regional Finale in Starkville last night, Mississippi State is headed back to Omaha for the third straight season. After the game, the head coach said this marks the standard for the Bulldogs.
7: This is where Mississippi State's supposed to be. If we're not here, everybody's disappointed, and it's not like that everywhere in the country. There's high expectations for coaches, high expectations for players, and uh,
24: we understand that.
16: A tropical depression is likely to form later on this week. The National Hurricane Center has been monitoring a broad low-pressure area over the Bay of Campeche in southern Mexico. The disturbance should begin to move northward by Thursday. Formation chances over the next 48 hours are only 20 percent, but that increases to 70 percent over five days. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
1: All the folks in the capital city metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning, six till nine. Gallo Show will start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi, ninety-seven point
15: three. And now the moment you've all been waiting
3: for. Welcome to Real Talk for real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on SuperTalk Mississippi, the SuperTalk app, and at SuperTalk.fm. And now here's Gerard Gibbert.
4: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, SuperTalk Mississippi. Rolling right into the afternoon, hour three of the program today on Tuesday. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Joining us now also in the studio, Dr. Jennifer Bryan. She's the Board of Trustees Chair of the Mississippi State Medical Association. Good afternoon, Dr. Bryan. Thanks for joining us today.
26: Good afternoon. It's good to see you again.
4: Always good to see you too as well, my friend. so this Healthcare Heroes event that's coming up, uh, in August, it's been a tough year. First of all, for for all of us, but uh, the practice of medicine and uh, the the work there, it n- not only did it not stop. It intensified. I think it's fair to say
26: it's been an extraordinary year, of course, for everyone. And uh, and thanks to our friends at Super Talk, I'll just say you guys have been uh, champions throughout the year, giving us this platform to be able to speak to the public and to teach and educate. And just want to say thanks for that. Um, And the gala is for healthcare heroes, but it extends across statewide to everyone, because we feel like this is a, 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 a time to reflect back and to honor those who stepped up. and So the Mississippi State Medical Association felt like we wanted to honor those who stepped up in the COVID-19 pandemic, and that is not just physicians. I mean, we certainly want to honor our physicians, but yeah. we want to honor everyone involved in helping get Mississippi through one of the worst healthcare crises that we've ever experienced.
4: Well, I think it's fair to say, like I said, not only did their work continue but their workload increased.
26: Oh, it's, it's the burnout's unreal and and the strains on healthcare uh, across the country really the, the the workforce is experiencing the same staff use, staffing issues other industries are but also burnout and just leaving the careers entirely is a real uh conundrum that we're trying to solve. So lots of burnout on top of burnout and and grief and and people don't really see it as much I found in my family practice when when maybe they work in manufacturing or industry or different Um, situation we're day in day out hearing these stories and we're still seeing sick folks and and seeing outbreaks and things but certainly it's much more manageable and we're finally to a point where we can reflect back and you say you know we really came through something and we want to celebrate the victories and and the leadership and we want to recognize our partners in the community who did them and there was so much more outside of medicine if you think yeah. Right. Like, think about the businesses that stepped up and manufactured hand sanitizer, or PPE, and uh, and so uh, the nurses, the the EMTs, the the community, the elected officials. My goodness, the school teachers. There's so many to yeah. honor.
4: Yeah, you're right. Uh, some people were sort of forced out of work, not by their choice, uh, but others, so-called deemed essential workers, kept at it and uh, really kept society going. Really, uh, Absolutely.
26: The volunteerism was tremendous. We had food supply issues. And so when we got together, our physician leaders, um, we said, you know, we want to do an event and we're not going to just pat ourselves on the back. Yes, we had a hard year, but we really want to open this up. And so I really appreciate this time to talk basically to the citizens of Mississippi and say, if you know somebody who was amazing through the pandemic, please nominate them. Um, Businesses, corporations, individuals, we want to know at the Mississippi State Medical Association, who they are so that we can honor these um, these individuals or or companies, elected officials. We want to know.
4: That's very cool. All right. So tell us what you can about the event. Where's it going to be? Yeah. When's it going to be? Yeah. It's so,
26: um, so it's in August, and it's going to be at the Convention Center um, in downtown Jackson. It's going to be associated with our um, annual session. Okay. And um, it is Saturday, August 14th, at 7.30 at the Convention Complex. There's four categories of awards. We've got the public service, so that may be like community Leaders, government leaders, military, education. We've got business, so your small businesses, corporations, nonprofits, or even media organizations. Healthcare providers, that's any healthcare provider. It may be an EMT, um, a resident, a trainee, um, any kind of clinical support a physician and then um, a special award like in the spirit of medicine and, and really that's going to be like our, our special physician award that, that really stepped up in the pandemic. And then of course um, if if there are corporations or companies that want to get into recognizing um, Mississippians in the pandemic we've got different levels of sponsorship and um, just encourage people to go to our website is msmaonline.com or you can um, call us at the state medical association and, um, and reach out to Becky Wells there or um, amy jones and they can certainly direct you in how to support the event
4: gotcha mm-hmm. all right so as as you said earlier it's been extraordinary it's a great way to describe it uh unprecedented year 2020 with the pandemic and so forth and, and so much it seems of our world has transitioned uh, perhaps irrevocably changed what's changed that, that kind of sticks out to you with respect to medicine health care uh, the approach to uh, to diagnostics to treatment uh, just patient care and in etc what what sticks out to you there
26: Uh the most exciting part that has stuck has been telemedicine, and yeah. you and I have talked about that before here. So the innovative part of medicine there um, and the technology just develops every single day. I hear about new things that are um, coming and um, the broadband access that's being viewed more as one of the social determinants of health, I guess, that people need access to broadband. Yeah. So that's, that's exciting and really has changed forever that um, brick and mortar is still there, but there are going to be other ways to access your physician um, for health care. And healthcare services in general, um, the focus on, I guess, prevention and vaccines. That talk has been really healthy, uh, you know. Despite all of the hesitancy and the conversations there, it's been great to see a renewed interest in, in the benefits of public health and and people understanding their understanding of what vaccines do. Having lived through. That's really brought along our collective um, understanding of, hey, I'm alive here arguing about all of this because of vaccines. Yeah. So that's been a um, a great um, thing. And then um, we're still wearing masks uh, in in healthcare settings. And and I don't know when that's going to change or if that's going to change. That's that's been kind of residual from the pandemic, because that's a higher risk situation. We talk about the ethics of taking care of the vulnerable. So we're having these conversations. That's lingering about, you know, uh, do I have to mask indefinitely? You you saw, I don't know if you saw the alert yesterday. If you're taking care of vulnerable folks in the nursing homes and so on now, you've got to vaccinate or test twice weekly as of today. Wow. So really that ethical duty to we think more about. When we take care of vulnerable people, okay. what our responsibility is to not endanger them.
4: Yeah, yeah, I get it. So what what about, do you think that more attention has been called to, and, and we just see more focus on uh, basic preventative care, especially, I think, about cancer screening, for example, and how far... We've come in that now. I, I'll disclose I am a two type of cancer survivor. Mm. Okay, so it, it was screening and yes. early detection. Yes that uh, essentially uh, caused me to have a positive outcome
26: well i did not know that and uh, and that's that's just amazing story that you have come through that i've got a family member right now with stage four that our family is struggling with and you're right cancer treatment has come such a long way screening fell by the wayside in a lot of ways in the pandemic and you asked how it's affected us in my family practice um, those of us who are already tired and burned out and all of the things we talked about The patients show up after a year and a half and say, hey, I had not had anything done. I've got these 15 problems, Uh, you know, and those visits are (laughs) tiring. We want them. We want people to come in. But people are sick and things are stacking up. So I think we're starting to see the cancer and and the things. So that has changed as well.
4: Yeah, well, hopefully, because you know as well as I, you know better than I do, obviously, but how many lives could be saved? Uh, and, you know, being the the uh, economics guy I am, it's a matter of economics. Absolutely. If we can head this off early, we can save a whole lot of money.
26: I was chatting with a friend that um, heads up one of the major corporations here in Mississippi this week, and he was talking about we can't get our folks to go to the doctor. We want them to go because it is it is economics. It's unbelievable. And the other lasting effect, of course, is a psychological. We're seeing a lot of mental stress, and especially in our kids and youth, and um, just to, you know, and to encourage people to to seek care because it has been a stressful time period.
4: We got a couple of minutes left. Can you give us an update on vaccination status in Mississippi?
26: Absolutely. Um, in Mississippi, um, we have vaccinated around a third of the population. Um, have have received um, have, have been vaccinated. We've got some the over seventy five population has has definitely um, over fifty. Excuse me, they're doing doing quite well. They've been vaccinated much more heavily. Our elderly at most at risk patients. You know, those guys um, were hit hard early. They signed up. They were were ready to get the vaccine. Um, we still, uh, we're starting to see some trends up in the, in the 12 and up, kind of in our teenage population, but still have a lot of room there, you know, trying to kind of explain to people and the younger people why they need to vaccinate, but really excited about um, our vulnerable and, and elderly patients. Every day, um, we need to vaccinate more people. We have these conversations. They need to go to... Um, Talk to their doctor about where they can get their vaccine. Um, vaccine.gov is a great resource. You can go there and find out what vaccine is is close to us. We've got a new one, Novavax, that's looking Just promising. Saw that. A yeah. couple of days ago, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a, a more traditional type vaccine. So exciting things happening, but we press on, and there's still so much work to do.
4: Absolutely. Dr. Brian. thanks so much for coming in. appreciate you coming on the show today.
26: Thanks, as always.
4: Dr. Jennifer Bryan, Mississippi State Medical Association, the Board of Trustees chair. We'll take a break right here. The JT Show will come back.
0: temperature is rising and so are the savings during our sizzling summer sell-down at Mazda of Jackson. Our entire lineup of cars, SUVs, and crossovers are waiting for you with our hottest prices of the year. Right now, get 0.9% financing for 63 months on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s and CX-30s. This will save you thousands in finance charges, and Mazda of Jackson will give you your first year of maintenance for free. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit Specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you top dollar for it. So come save big while the deals are hot during the sizzling summer sell-down at Must of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MustofJackson.com. See dealer for
9: complete details with approved on like models.
1: are thrown the signals
3: are given this is the jt show with gerard gibbert on super talk mississippi
4: Welcome back, everyone. to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. We got a question here. Any info on deaths after vaccines? I think that information is pretty widely available out there. I mean, it's exceedingly rare. Yeah, it's what and over a hundred million
2: tied a single one directly to, to the, the vaccine.
4: vaccine. Yeah, over a hundred million in this country. Right, more than that now. I think it's hundred fifty million have been vaccinated. So. Something like that. Um, I, it doesn't seem to be an issue. If this country's so damn racist, why in the hell are people from all over the world crossing our border? That's from Tim and McGee. It's a good point, Tim. And that question is uh, gets asked all the time. And it, it, yeah, nobody's trying to break in to Venezuela or Guatemala. They're all coming here. There's a reason for it. I totally agree with you. Jason says. What is anti-racist? Is that like leaving flaming bags of dog poop on porches? <laughs> I mean, it's you have to read Kendi to kind of understand what how he describes it, but it basically means if you sort of define yourself as colorblind and, and don't do anything outwardly, you can't racial. passively be a good person. Right. You have to militantly be a good person. Right. Which, which means is you, just stupid. You got to get in everybody else's face. You got to go out of your way to give preferential treatment where you can. You can just go down the list. And um so that that's kind of the idea behind that. Now, you got old Terry McAuliffe, you know who that guy is. He is the uh, a candidate, right? Wants to be the governor once again of the great state of Virginia. He's been governor before. He is the Virginia Democratic nominee. They must like him up there. He dismissed critical race theory, calling it "quote a right wing conspiracy." Everything's a right wing conspiracy that the left disagrees with or tries to spin. He says, in audio obtained here, he says um, that it's all President Trump. It's made up by Donald Trump. He made up critical race theory. Well, here's what I would say about that. You may have folks that, that support critical race theory. There are, and they want it to be taught and implemented in schools and private companies government institutions i mean really just across the spectrum of society and then you got those who disagree with it and don't want don't agree with the tenets of crit- critical race theory and don't want it to be adopted and implemented but what you what i think is totally intellectually dishonest is to say it doesn't exist a conspiracy means it implies it's not real that's just not true. That is completely false, and you're an idiot, McAuliffe, for saying that. I'm just going to call you out there, buddy. So you may disagree with it. You may totally support and, and want it to just be embedded in all aspects of society in your state. But to say that it doesn't exist? No. And that it's a conspiracy? Nope. Simply untrue. And it's Got its start, what, 20 years ago, the 90s primarily. I just don't get it. Um, Wow. I'm not sure what William's talking about here. Uh, Electric car debacle? What's he talking about with respect to tunica? Not following you there, William. Taxpayers paid for. He's the person who messed over the taxpayers, would take the money and run. Give us a little information on that. Uh, Thomas says the left doesn't want racism to die. They stand to lose everything if it's gone. There's no question, I think, that racism and critical race theory in particular does confer power and, to a great extent, wealth uh, to the left. And that's why they're fully on board with it. It's, I would submit that many of them probably don't totally buy into it. Every tenet, every principle, every teaching... I just think they understand that it is something that from which they derive power. Let's see. So tenure for college teachers can't be taken away. That's John at Oxford. Well, tenure is tenure. It is a it is a guarantee. It's guaranteed employment. I have um, voiced my opposition to that for some time. I think that that uh, companies and employees ought to. uh, Uh, The work environment, the labor environment, should be an at-will employment structure where it's just an agreement between employer and employee, and either can part ways at any time unless they agree uh, on their own accord contractually to something different for that. That's the way it ought to work in my view. I actually have a non-compete agreement as part of the sale of my company. I cannot work in the industry in any way shape or form that might be even remotely competitive with the company that bought mine I have that for five years since 2019 so but that look that's in exchange for sale of the company and the proceeds thereof that's perfectly legitimate and 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 very common honestly with respect to uh, management when they when they sell a company like that. Uh, Thomas also did by the way he texted in, if I can find it, find it here. Yeah. The McAuliffe electric yeah. car
2: thing was Green Tech Automotive, an electric car company that involved one of Hillary Clinton's brothers and raised money from Chinese investors okay. through a program allowing them to obtain special visas. Essentially, it was just a fake electric car company that set up shop in Mississippi in 2014 and then shuttered in 2017 and then the Chinese
4: investors started suing I do remember that uh, now that now that you mention it now that you uh, so it was green it. tech auto okay I do rem- I remember that name so Thomas from Greenwood did send a, uh, a shot of James Thomas JT also known as JT he's an old miss professor you may know him as the insurgent Prof. He's the one that Shad White is suing because he took some days off and received pay. And anyhow, on five twenty-nine, about a month ago, uh, a couple of weeks ago, he says, I'm going to say, quote, critical race theory in every class session I teach for the fall semester. So he's virtue signaling out on his Twitter he's better than you because he's going to embed critical race theory in all of his classes. Okay, great. Appreciate that. So he's got tenure. Speaking of the of the, uh, the individual that asked us about tenure, John in Oxford, yep, you may remember that the IHL granted Mr. Thomas tenure a couple of years ago, I believe. In Mississippi, tenure is recommended by the universities, the presidents there, the administration, and then the IHL has to approve it. Normally it's just a rubber stamp sort of deal. His his tenure renewal was a bit controversial. I think is at a minimum, but he it was granted, and he's uh, he spews that sort of stuff all the time. He has uh, he's come after me before as well, uh, back when I was um, in the mix uh, for chancellor at Ole Miss. That's no no secret. He's there.
2: just a sad, sorry sack of crap, just <laughs> looking for all the attention he can get, whether it's negative or positive. <laughs>
4: pretty much right it's an insecurity thing and it it's it manifests itself through that sort of nonsensical rhetoric. One of our listeners here Tommy says he did some dirt work for the green tech auto folks up at tutica Hill Brothers construction how about that? Uh, man, where can I get me some of that tenure? <laughs> Curtis at Biloxi. I'm with you. It is crazy, is it not, Curtis, that this is really, as far as I know, unique to higher ed. It's it's so, it's, I don't know, what do you, you, you're shaking your head. You think of some other examples? I don't know that you would call it tenure, but
2: NFL head coaching seems to be a pretty insular uh, <laughs> marketplace.
4: Well, they load them up with all, I agree, and they load them up with all them golden parachutes, as you know. Uh, g- government, a government job, think about that. You get elected to government, uh, as, as an elected official in particular, I mean, you're there for essentially a term, and you're going to get paid. And the only chance you got to get booted is if a recall takes you back, <laughs> claws you back, In all states and jurisdictions, most don't have that. We don't, Mississippi. Of course, you know Thomas. He's a big proponent of the recall process in Mississippi. He's let us know that. (laughs) We'll take a break right here. Fifth of Beethoven is is, uh, bumping us out. And you're not going to believe what else is now considered racist when we return. You're not going to believe it. We'll talk about it when we come back. Stay with us. The JT Show. We'll be right back.
8: to order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth and Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283.
1: 769-208-8283. The Wall Street Journal reports a 15-year high in the investment you've made in your home. The real estate market is nothing short of amazing. My friend Lee Garland will attest to that across the entire Capital City metro area. If you sell your home, the demand is red hot for the seller, the need for good homes is incredible. They're selling fast and many times over list. For the buyer, interest rates right now are low, meaning you get more for the money. Lee Garland's customer satisfaction feedback is most impressive. Take, for instance, Rachel. She listed her home, got little or no results. Then Rachel took our advice and called the Lee Garland team, and the difference was like night and day. Lee immediately put his superior marketing strategy in action. In just four days, Rachel's home in Brandon sold for 21000 over the previous agents list price. That's why Lee can guarantee an offer on your home within seven days. Gallo reminding you to call Lee Garland Group, eXp Realty at 601 1130 or go to com and start packing.
6: G3 Services is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Supertalk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. This is Brent Callaway. Since 1954,
0: Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gladstone just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful from trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture. With all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving, our farmer's market is open full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup, we also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. From a small job to a total transformation, just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaways in Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High.
12: Callaways is, Calloway's is, everything for home and garden, that's what Callaways is.
16: An executive of the Palahatchie Poultry Plant has pled guilty to charges related to the 2019
17: ICE raids. 58-year-old Salvador Nieves worked as the manager of A&B Incorporated at the time of the raids that led to the detaining of nearly 700 illegal immigrants. He is now put guilty to harboring illegal aliens for the financial gain of the company and faces a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison. As of January, the raid, the largest of its kind in U.S. history, has led to the prosecution of nearly 120 individuals
16: there were no big winners this weekend so lottery totals continue to climb for tonight's mega millions drawing the estimated jackpot is 22 million powerball's estimated jackpot is up to 40 million that drawing is coming up tomorrow night for more information find us online at supertalk.fm i'm kelly bennett
23: Join MEC members and state leaders at the 71st MEC annual meeting on Wednesday, June 16th at the Jackson Convention Complex. This in-person event will bring MEC members from across Mississippi together again to share in networking, an engaging morning session, and an exciting luncheon. Participants will hear from Governor Tate Reeves and other leaders discussing important topics affecting Mississippi businesses and citizens. Register today at MEC.MS.
3: You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, now, onto the real part.
25: Dino Mike
3: on Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs>
4: Thanks for joining us today. The JT Show continues uh, Super Talk Mississippi. I don't hear much about the COVID immunity from having the virus and surviving. There is 300K of us in Mississippi. I think that does need to be taken into consideration. It's There are numerous, I guess, studies now uh, being released that show that there is uh, fairly certain there's long-term immunity from contracting the virus, even a mild case. I actually had a mild case, but that is really only coming to light in the last couple of weeks, I would say. There
2: were were earlier studies done on it where it seems a, a larger percentage of people were showing little to no immunity after a certain period of time. Yeah, But they've done more and more research and more and more studies and included more and more data points. And it's looking like that's a rarer and rarer occurrence to have had the virus and not retain some level of immunity yeah it happens it, it is out there but it's far fewer people than we originally thought it would be
4: I think that's the that's the news really is that and there, and because at first is we don't know if it's three months six months a year forever and now it's I think there's more of a consensus building that it's long-term at least right and and the also, numbers
2: I've seen have been six months to a year for anything mild and above yeah so like i said there are outliers where even if you had a severe case you you still don't see any immunity in your bloodstream and but those are rare cases right that's the same
4: information i've seen as well but uh, rusty from greenville with respect to the insurgent prof what what's your new name for him rhino sad sack salad fingers <laughs> and uh, please remind our audience why the salad fingers uh, inclusion in the name there. oh he wanted uh, people to be disruptive and put, put your fingers in people's salads let them know you're there <laughs> mainly talking about conservatives and trump yeah. supporters let's be clear it was a we got a group people you know how that is so i hear you so rusty says uh, don't take his glass i hear you rusty the the problem is uh, at first, there's a lot of people that, that go to school there, not just there, but across this country, that totally buy into all this stuff. And there, uh, also, I want to say there may be a class he teaches that is required for certain degrees, so you can't avoid it. That's, that's when you run into issues if you don't have multiple sections on certain classes, especially at the higher levels, and so you can't escape it. Uh, also, Jason says they do this crap on, on purpose. Last guy I voted for, representative of Mississippi 2018 before I left Mississippi. Uh, an old Miss professor, a moderate in campaign and in person. On social media, however, acts like AOC. I despise this nonsense of putting on a show. Be honest regardless. Totally agree with you on that, Jason. I think people do recognize and appreciate that. I got drafted and left for boot camp. This is from our friend Jeff Smith in Columbus, former member of the Mississippi House of Representatives. Best thing that ever happened to me, he said many years ago today, best thing that ever happened to me. My wife was able to take advantage of Veterans Administration benefits, went to law school, GI Bill. Wish more young people would consider this as a way to get ahead and start of the future. I hear you, Jeff. That is... um, that is a, a great story, and certainly many successful Americans have followed in your footsteps in that respect. But both prior and after, totally agree. Willie and Carn says, "Build up that immunity." immunity lick gas pump handles. <laughs> oh my gosh! And it, it is almost consensus, is it not at this point, Rhino? That surface transmission. Is, is just been debunked. Remember, oh, can't have buffets, can't touch the same spoon, and that sort of stuff. I think that's pretty much been eliminated.
2: Yeah, you would have had to have had somebody deep in the throes of a COVID infection coughing on a sponge, and then you would have had to have eaten the sponge to have contracted
4: it. In a relatively short period of time yeah. after it happened. So, uh, anyhow uh let's see he would have gotten some attention had he put some fingers in my plate while I was eating same professor yep, that's him. that's from Tiffany and Carrollton correct. that would be our good friend j t. the insurgent prof. he can stir it up. There's no doubt I doubt he's listening today though um
2: you remember Sir, growing up, no that, that one mine. kid that had a, a rough home life and acted out and, and didn't care what kind of attention they got as long as they got attention? It's, he's that kid growing up. <laughs> Never dealt with his problems. <laughs> he seems like off a, on others.
4: Thomas and Greenwood says, Hell, I'd take the class. i just bash Trump daily and we'd get an A without doing any work. Probably so. Uh, and then he'd inform him he was a conservative after he passed the course. See, Paula Meridian, this is an interesting report. Just heard on the news break, the guy from the ICE raid is going to get 10 years for harboring illegals. I disagree with this. We put people in jail far too easily. Give him a nice, fat fine in civil service. Sending him to jail solves nothing. This is all part of the efforts to try to realign our our criminal justice system and I tend to agree with you there, Paul. I don't know all the details, but I I tend to agree with you. Um, Anyhow, a lot of stuff going on there. All right, so I suggested that we would discuss other stuff that's now been deemed racist. This is crazy. First, America's national parks. They face an existential crisis over race. Yeah. It seems that...
2: Was Smokey the Bear pictured in a clan hood or something?
4: Well, this is what the Sierra Club says. The outdoors and public lands suffer from the same systemic racism that the rest of our society does. That's from Joel Pannell, associate director of the Sierra Club. They're leading an effort to boost diversity in the wilderness and access to natural spaces. Are they, like, not allowing people of color to enter the parks? Are there people there saying, nope, sorry, you're black, you can't come in? That's what I would define as systemic racism. Maybe I'm missing something. What's he talking about?
2: Yeah, I mean, if you go to Yellowstone and there's a big sign out front that says, sorry,
4: no black campers, then yeah, we got a problem. That's systemic racism. No question. Well, it turns out that there's some new data from the government that says of our 419 national parks, they are overwhelmingly white. Just 23% of visitors to the parks were people of color, the National Park Service found. 77% were white. Minorities make up 42% of the U.S. population. Okay. Does that mean it's systemic racism? I mean, maybe they just choose not to go to the parks. they ever thought about that? It, They're exercising their freedom. They're free not to go to the parks. They're free to go to the parks. It's great. Freedom. Why don't that ever enter the conversation? You cannot explain every single disparity like that, under the guise of of social injustice and impropriety and systemic racism. You, you stop it. You can't. Every disparity, every disparity. Let's talk about the NBA while we're at it. The NFL. It's incredible. So, he says, if we don't address this, and we don't see how all these things are interrelated, then we're going to risk losing everything. You're not going to have any public lands. Really? I I don't get it. I I can't get it. So, there's actually... (laughs) There's a social media campaign created by someone called Ambreen Tariq, and this social media campaign is entitled Brown People Camping. I kid you not. Look, as far as I know, the parks are open. Please, enjoy them all you want. I don't know anybody that has an issue with that. I've never heard of that before. If you want to promote it, so that the more visit, that's great, that's fine. But don't ascribe it. Don't blame it. systemic racism. That's And so it loses any credibility, the idea does. All right, the, the other item that uh, is now deemed racist, birds. Certain birds, you know, they're racist. Did you know that? Even Audubon himself, he's being canceled. Racist. You know, the guy that pretty much put birds on the planet in terms of our knowledge of them. Although <laughs> his
2: name is Mud with the uh, the We Love Animals people. Because he would kill the birds and then pose them to paint them. Oh, jeez. I didn't know that. So yeah, the PETA people don't like him
4: well he was uh, according to reports he was all he was an enslaver who mocked abolitionists working to free black people I didn't know that I mean I don't even know if that's true how about the Bachman sparrow and Wallace's fruit dove and other winged creatures bear the names of men who fought for the southern cause birds are right ra- they're trying to rename all the birds I kid you not Yes, Tuesday's Almost Gone here by Leonard Skinner. As far as the JT Show, we shall return and continue discussing
8: this. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 95. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 71. Your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 92. Wednesday evening, clear skies, low around 69. And for your Thursday, sunny conditions, high near 93. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon.
18: Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. If you're thinking about selling your old jewelry, especially diamonds, knowing what you have is the key to getting the best price. At Juniker Jewelry Company, as gemologists and appraisers, we will assess accurately the real value of what you have, and then make you the very best offer. You see, as true diamond brokers and importers, We buy and sell diamonds every day on the worldwide market. We specialize in diamonds of a carat or more and can discreetly handle any diamond, no matter how large. That diamond ring you inherited from Aunt May. Or maybe it's that diamond you just don't wear anymore because it simply lost its meaning. We'll help that diamond find a new home. For all your diamond needs, come to Juniker Jewelry Company. Buying or selling? We are Mississippi's most trusted name in diamonds.
13: Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and
11: junikerjewelry.com.
6: Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse.
3: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk, Mississippi.
7: Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it. Let's hear
3: it. Now, 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 back to the JT show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk, Mississippi. Mississippi.
22: Song Love Me Do I think it wasn't from there. It didn't take him
20: long. Got himself a guitar. Used to play every
4: night. Now he's in a rock and roll outfit. And everyone Welcome back, to the JT show. Life, you know? on the C Spire text line? I can see John Candy now. Sorry, folks, the park is closed to minorities. The Klansmen out front should have told you. <laughs> That, of course, from Vacation, Uh, the famous Chevy Chase movie. That's awesome. He was there at uh, Wally
2: World. Is National Lampoons (laughs) even still in business? How could they possibly make anything nowadays?
4: I don't know. Yeah, there's no possible way. They couldn't be. This uh, from Ron and Columbus isn't Smokey the Bear brown? He ain't no polar bear. Unbelievable. Camping? Oh, Rusty from Greenville says that camping, that's a white person thing. He's heard that from black folks.
2: Hmm. Well, I mean, you, you look at different cultures, there are cultural differences sure. for spending time outside. I mean, you look at Asian cultures, they have a, a very earnest desire to stay indoors as much as possible, but they also appreciate nature, so they'll set up... Gardens in their homes, so that they get the garden experience without leaving their home. It's it's, it's a cultural thing,
4: uh, right? And and so that's the explanation, uh, often of why there are disparities. And this is this is a disparity that I don't know how it's negative. The fact that the parks aren't like fully aligned with the composition of the population from a race and ethnicity perspective. I mean, why does that matter? I, it's it's like it's like saying we all have the exact same interests. Of course, that is a key tenet and goal of Marxism is to group us, make us all the same, the egalitarianism. That's the whole idea. So you've got to like the parks. See that's the deal. That's what they're telling you. And this Sierra Club guy is saying, "Yep, got to do it."
2: Curtis and Biloxi on the ceasefire text line: critical park theory. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, oh, I didn't know this. JT Insurgent Professor, JT Thomas, James Thomas, uh, wife lost her race for Oxford Alderperson. I knew she was running, I didn't know that she lost. Appreciate that info there. Uh, let's see. So there was something else. The bald eagle offends me. The National Park Study is a precursor that 's on the ceasefire text line by the way. The National Park Study is a precursor to shut down Vicksburg Gettysburg, Appomattox Courthouse and national parks that 's from Scott and Clinton. I hope not because that history needs to be not only preserved it needs to be studied and it it needs to be examined it needs to be understood it needs to be taught, but you can do that w- without. I guess just being so highly critical of the country, and what I mean by that is, uh, our history—we we have these mistakes, we have flaws. We're humans. It's it's innate, it's inherent. Recognize that, learn from it. But you gotta balance it out. That's like looking in your checkbook, saying, "Well, I don't have any income. I only have expenses." You gotta. You know, as the accountant in me, you got to consider the debits and the credits. You got to look at the balance sheet, the assets and the liabilities. It's, it's a simple analogy, but it's the truth. We got to look at that. So, can't we teach the good alongside the bad? And there's way more good. Otherwise, you just dwell and mire and d- doom and gloom and something that was terrible that happened 200 years ago. I get it. Hundred fifty, I I get it, but you you got to also take stock into our storied history of of compassion and goodness and defeat. Frankly, of evil and wickedness and wickedness. Yes, it it happened. It did. And and why do we, why, why do we seem to laud and to some extent even praise these murderous dictators? These idiots in this country that are infatuated with Mao, like he's some noble god, it's insane. He's a murderous dictator. There's no question about it. Paul Meridian says, according to them, 400 years ago. I you know, I think history needs to be studied, preserved, observed, taken into account. Of course, as we say, we need to learn from it. Sure do wish we'd focus more on the present and the future. Man, we're just consuming ourselves with this. We're just like rehashing it over and over again in our culture. I, I don't see how it's helping anything. And You can't steer safely while focused on the rearview mirror. Excellent. Excellent analogy there. Totally agree. We're out of time today. You're off tomorrow, right? Tomorrow and Thursday. I'll be back
2: for Friday, so I have the rare double
4: Friday work week. So Will's going to fill in for you. I believe so. That ought to be fun. We're looking forward to that. Have a good couple of days off. We'll see you on Friday. That's a wrap here on the JT Show. As always, thanks so much for joining us, and stay safe. God bless, everyone.